Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It is a relatively short on about 40 minutes today. We talk about the people in your lives and being vulnerable to build trust and, and finding the why of why people are in your life. Why are they there? Yeah. So we, you know, we talk about this pretty extensively and, and they even give you guys a a couple of questions to ask yourself and, and ask yourself. Ask your close it. friends. Yeah. The ones that mean the most to you, not the people you just know, but the ones that mean the most. Ask the questions and see what answer you get. You might be really surprised. Yeah. So there's some, some real value in there today and we hope you enjoy. Enjoy it, guys. See ya. See ya. Figure it out. So it's basically three words, but we are going to treat it as if it's one word because that's how you say it. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. You want something, go get it. The effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Nice contrast of you smashing down pre-workout <laughs> with with nothing but chemicals. I don't understand. Oh, mine's and then, protein and, with and chemicals. You don't understand, understand yet. <laughs> and there's and and there's just with sort of like with kale and orange and yeah. and apple and just this is your sort of shit over there. Yeah, I am all about was recovery my, as an athlete. Yeah, that's my that was my, that's my jam. The jam the jam is on the left. <sighs> that's no good, man. This tastes so much better. Yeah, well, I'm, I must admit. What? Don't shake your head. No, no, I don't want to taste it. This is shit. Kale, kale fears everybody. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Oh, it's foamy. Only the top bit. When you get to the juice underneath, it's perfect. No, nah. fuck no. It's it's not it's not like Dutch chocolate, but it's it's close. Why is it like I'm eating it as well? <laughs> It's, it's eating the, and drinking. It's, it's the meal that keeps on giving. Oh, no. It's like it's like not a fan. It's like a steak sandwich in a cup. In a cup. That's no, it it's not. I'm not a fan. Don't want to talk about it anymore. No, don't want to talk about kale. No. All right. Here is what we are going to talk, talk about, about today. I'm not going to talk about kale. No. So I, th- I think today, Rick, we did mention it previously or very briefly last week. Is that finding your why and I know for those listening, please let me elaborate on the on the concept around it, not so much as what it is, but what you are and what you find in people around you deeper than what you think. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's one of those things, the the why you haven't, but you don't know why you gravitate towards people sometimes. You mm. just do. The certain mm. people you have in your life. Sometimes friends, you you look at each other and people just say, "How the how are you two friends?" Yeah, I don't see the connection. Yep, but there's a connection there somewhere. You just have to sometimes work out yeah. what it is. One one person may be slightly more connected than somebody else. Like sometimes things are a one way street, and mm. other times they're a two way, and everything everyone gets something out of it. Yeah, it's, it's it's tricky. It is a strange concept that. Is it an age thing? Do you think it's an age thing where, like, you get to a certain age and your relationships mean more? Because you have, like, a lot less as you get older, yeah? Tend well, to... you tend to weed out the crap. You tend, yeah. to, you tend to get the people out of your life. Because as you, as you get older, you get smarter. Yeah. And then you start to see the flaws that actually drag you down. Like, I've, 
I've got a couple of people that I've known for a very, very long time, and their sense of humour that they have is very downputting. That like they they can't say something in a sense of humour that isn't not it's not derogative, but it needs to actually drag you down. It needs to be something mm. like that. It's never sort of like the sense of humour of like you know, well, if I'd have your hair, I'd go and show it on Vogue. You know, there's there's none of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. it's, it's always sort of the, the other way around, stuff yeah. to pull you down. So I mean, those people. Generally, over time, when you sort of think, nah, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, those are the people you tend to weed out. So, yeah, your group of friends, I think that, you know, you might have 20 or 30 people that you call friends. And then over a period of time, that just whittles down and down and down till you get the group that you're happiest with, the people that give you what you want in a friendship. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so nice. It's just a nice feeling to rid of those people that I've said, I've I've got about five or six people I know that at three o'clock in the morning, if the roof blows off my house, mm. I can ring those people and just sort of say, hey man, this has happened. And they'll say, I'll be over in 10 minutes. Yep. Or you can just say, I just need to talk. Yep. I say, I'll come over, man. It's fine. Or you come yeah. to my place. That's Let's do it. Yeah. You know, but that list of people is only in one hand. Yeah. Because those, it takes a long time to build that trust up. That would trust thing, is it? It's a vulnerability, I think. When you open up, it is. Yeah, like it's being vulnerable is the only way to build trust, isn't it? Really, like yeah. when you trust people with your information and your thoughts, and oh yeah, well they they're your own private thing. Yeah, and you think about it. Look, I mean, from from the time you're born, you're surrounded by people. Yeah, you know, you go to school, and all of a sudden, you know, you're surrounded by umpteen more. Mm. Yeah, and as you get older, schools get bigger generally. And if you, unless you stay in a small country town where you know the school has got thirty people in it and that's you stay your whole life. But generally you say you go through primary school and generally the classes get bigger, the town gets bigger, you're surrounded by more people and more and more and more. And then when you get into the workforce, all get of a sudden into the world. Yeah, into the real world, yeah. then all of a sudden bang, you know, and the diversity of the people you get surrounded by because at school everyone's roughly the same level. You get kids that are slightly smarter, kids yep. that are more athletes. <laughs> You know, that's, but it's, it's small, but when you go out into the real world, then there's big gaps, Mm. you know, between those people and some people in those higher ends, they have less friends, Yep. you know, which is such a shame really. But then again, the friends they have are probably the friends they need. Yeah. Because that answers their why. Why why are you my friend? Why, why do you need to be my friend? What do you like about me? That makes you my friend. Yeah. So this is this is the the basis of the conversation uh, today. We the uh, Simon Sinek, the guy that did the famous TED talk about finding your why and finding your value, is not so much saying, okay, I'm an author, so that's where my value lies, right? Because something could go wrong, you could lose your hands and you can't write anymore, right? So then you know yeah. they say it's a big thing with um. Athletes, CEOs, all these sort of things are like, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm an NFL quarterback, and then you're injured and you can't. Yeah, athletes especially, you know, being an athlete has a finite period for your career where you are that. Yeah, you're defined as that. Yeah, well, and you self-define as that. Yeah, so yeah. that you you say, okay, I'm an athlete, or I'm a CEO, and then you retire, and then. You've built this whole identity around a job, and then and then it's gone, you know. And then so, yeah. yeah and it's why people find it hard to leave, like where we work, because that's where they work, and they've been yeah. there for so long. It's such a part of their fabric that that's yeah. how they see themselves. It's entwined deep, yeah. yeah. And so, 
there's putting value on your position or whatever it is, you know, like it could be anything, you know, I'm good looking or I'm funny or you build this whole thing and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, maybe you're not that thing anymore and you're left with this hole that you fill with insert whatever coping mechanism, right? Figuring out what you give to people or what people give to you. I I want everyone to think about this that's listening. So we can categorize people in our lives very shallowly, right? So we can say, hey, I really like Rick because he's funny. Okay, well, he's not that funny, but he's all right. I'm, I'm fucking funny. Okay, mate. And you're talented. As well. <laughs> I'm talented as well. For, yeah, listen to podcasts back. You'll find out how talented I am. Um, so, you know, and, and like, so this thought pattern is around asking the people in your life and like asking who you consider true friends and, and vice versa. Why do you like me? And you'll get the first lot of answers will be, uh, oh, you know, you, you're a good guy, you know, you, you're funny, you're, you know, you're smart, all these sort of things. Okay, you're defining like a good person. Why do you like me? Oh, because, you know, you did this once for me and I know that if I broke down, you would come and help me. Okay, well, you're defining a close friend. Now, why do you like me specifically? And, and the thought pattern is that they will start to look into what you give them. And, and, and it will be something as simple as, oh, I feel really safe when you're here. Or I feel really inspired or I feel really challenged or, or whatever it is. I feel really motivated. And apparently that when it gets to this point, you will generally get a feeling on your end when they say, hey, when you're around, I feel really safe or whatever it is, you will feel it. And then that's apparently when you know you've got the answer. But I want everyone to think about the really close friends in their life and think about what they give to you. And and, and that's the that's the thing about community and we we are so shallow, but then we've obviously got our core group, and yeah. and yeah. Well, you never really delve into why you have people as friends. I mean, sometimes you have friends. For I've got I've got guys that I went to school with, who I'll never ever consider not friends, and I yep. might not speak to them for like for, yeah. for maybe four or five years, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden when when we reconnect again, it's just like, oh my god, it's like I was speaking to you yesterday. Mm. It just the connection just instantly starts. The magic is there, yeah, and you you don't have to work hard for it. All of a sudden, you're looking at the clock, going, "Holy shit, it's been three hours." I cannot believe that mm. it's gone so quick because the connection is just there. Yeah, it's in some like you said, like when when you look at someone and go, like, "How are you two friends?" Like, and it's like oh, I don't know, man, but there's like something like, and it's there's you know, something, yeah, it's that sixth sense, it's that feeling. There's something here, and it, as that thing, like you said, as we get older, and and Jess just mentioned before in the car, was you hit that age where you go, okay, whatever feeling you gave me once I don't have anymore and I was thinking about that as as we continue to drive and how much does that relate to misery loves company right like oh definitely yeah and what happens I think is 
when you're a shit person surrounded by other shit people, what you get is no judgment, right? If you were going to distill that same conversation down to what do you get when I'm here, I don't feel judged because you're just as shit as me, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And and, And you're going to get put into that bottle and go, okay, yeah, well, you're this man of shit, I'm this man of shit because they just don't. Yeah, they just, yeah. So that's that's sort of where I got to. I think that's a really interesting point. It shows age. Is you know, you go out and party, right? And, and all we're looking for is no judgment. We all say it like, oh, I'm not very judgmental. I try not to be judgmental. And we are. But when you're in that environment and when you're with those people that are in that environment, no one wants to be told. No one wants their dad to come nah. into the nightclub and go, hey, come on, man. Yeah, what what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So you, Put your pants on. Yeah. Yes. It could Get your titty back in your shirt. There's, um, you know, like, so you hang around the people that aren't going to judge you, yeah? Yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a... Because we we are a community-based... Mm. Everyone likes oh, being around people. Necessary. It's, it's it necessary is, for It us. is our fabric, yeah. You know, regardless of what anyone sort of says, you know, oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind being by myself. Yeah, you don't mind being by yourself. Yeah. Just sort of say, I love being by myself. I've never met anyone that loves being by themselves. A lot of people say it, yeah. Yeah, but you know, how true is it? Really? I mean shit. I find it um it's I don't know if it's just with kids or, or with love or whatever, but I find it like when everyone goes away, it's meant for like a day and a half, two days. Like the first two days you're like sick man, no one's in the house, just cruising around doing what I like, don't have any responsibility. Yeah, but that's the thing. The only reason it's good, though, is you're able to do the things that you wouldn't normally be able to do when they're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like... Yeah, it's like well, a treat. And yeah. then it's like, ah, oh, I kind of miss them being here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like watching a watching a tree get 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 felled. You know, all of a sudden, you know, the tree's standing nice and tall and it's, yeah, it's good. Then all of a sudden it slowly starts to fall, the shadow starts to go over, and then by the time it hits the ground, it's a totally different demeanour. In everywhere around in the forest, yeah. it changes. It affects everything. Yeah, it affects around everything it. around it. You know, mm. all the all the shadow that casts over everything disappears, and People it's like are like trees. Eh? Oh, they definitely are. When yeah. they when they when they go and 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 leave your presence, something changes. Yeah, just just like a tree does when it gets dropped. You know, yep. the, the shadow that casts everywhere, the satisfaction it gets when you when it, when it's there. Yeah, people are definitely definitely like stuff in a garden. I think it's like. So it's like that, who, who was it? Who said it? Was it uh, maybe Confucius said that the the man who plants a tree knowing he'll never sit in its shade? Is it who he said? Yeah, it's either that it or Socrates, be, one of those guys. Something like one that. One of those smart guys. Smart that, old talking fellas. And sat down there and just... Something like that, right? So, so a, a wise man is someone who plants a tree knowing he'll never sit in its shade. I think if we're on the tree, the people tree analogy i think that that's parenting 101 right like it's oh yeah building a tree that you know you might not sit in the shade of is 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 growing good people in your little in your you know your home your group, community your yeah, community your home community you have to plant the seeds in everything in life that you do if you want yeah. to if you want to adapt to change and especially you to... in your friends yeah like i think if oh. you're not lifting up your team then What's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah. If, we're, if we're not all shoveling water out of the boat, yeah, the boat's boat going to sink. sink yeah. yeah. Well, you think about it. How many how many times when you're having a conversation, and you and I have done it 
not only in the podcast but heaps of times, you ask people's opinion on something or have you ever, you know, and you want to know the answer. You want to know what they think, whether it's the same way of thinking as you because yeah. I, I love it when people don't think the same as me Yeah, because then I want to hear why you don't think the same as me. It's back mm. to that why. Why, yeah. why don't you believe what I believe? Or if you do believe what I believe, why is your spin on what you believe slightly different? You know, and that's and that's the thing. That's why that's why it's so good to have a conversation with things like this. You know, how do people avoid that? I think they're worried that their opinion then will get overridden by somebody else's. Then it's, it's not that their vulnerability. Opinion. Isn't yeah, it? it's well, no one. No it doesn't one, matter though. Like if, I know, and we know it doesn't yeah. matter, right? We know it doesn't because you're my you're my opinion on on things differs greatly. But I love that your opinion is different yeah. than mine because and then I we can talk about it. Yeah, and that's the point. We know that. Why is it not? Yeah, why is vulnerability so sheltered instead of embraced? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we know it's there, why are we making fit. it strong? Yeah. People want to fit, and it's such a shame. Like, everyone fits, and we've talked about this before. Everybody fits. Yeah. Sometimes you might not feel that you fit, but you do. It's like, it's almost like a Lego block, right? Where you... You can make those fuckers fit everywhere. Yeah, Even like the bottom of your feet. stick it on, right? Like you half stick it on. And it's because if you look at it from one direction, yeah, right, it's a it's a block. It's right there. But if you turn and look sideways, you can see three quarters of it's hanging off. Hanging off the back, Keep yeah. all this shit hidden so that the, the face is right here. Yeah, nah. I'm 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 like you guys. I'm I'm a I'm a one by two. Don't that's, don't look back here. But that's it. Where I've got the extra one yeah. hanging off the back. <laughs> I'm like you guys. You know, like I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm a green block. I'm right here. I'm fitting in. Mm, how funny is that? We yeah. so I don't know, man. I, I I just I like interesting people. Yeah, and interesting people is generally the people that think about themselves critically and explore other people's you know ideas because that's mm. that's all we are is a idea factory and sometimes we put it into action and sometimes we just the, the lego block that gets in and then you know like it's if you're not asking questions of your friends you're, you're missing out on so much yeah and and you know what maybe this gets back to it is is figuring out what these people are to you to you mm. and what they are to themselves is what they are to you. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's something that I'm definitely going to do more is think about what my friends give me. And, I, and that sounds really selfish, but we need to be selfish with our time. Well, you're here for such a short time. You've yeah. got to be selfish with your yeah, time. Yeah, you have to be, don't you? And so your why is the, probably the most important thing that you have. Why you do anything? You know, yeah. why, why, and what is your motivator? Yeah. Right? Why, do, why, do you, why do you get up to work every day? Oh, why, why? I have to get up to work because I have to go and earn money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But why do you have to earn money where you are now? Oh, because yeah. it's the best money around. Or it's, oh, it's the only job I could get. Or yeah. that's what I have to do. It's, it all comes down to that why. And we've like, where we work, they, they use that fishbone why stuff all the time. Yeah, to get but, to the But you cause. never you never really do it in your own life until things go to shit and then you go, why is this in my fucking life now? Health, why, why, why? Health, death. Yep. All these sort of big things, these life-changing experiences. Mm. I'm doing air quotes for everyone yeah, that can't see me. It, yeah, emoji stuff. Life-changing stuff, right? It's... Um, and, and we've said this before. Why does it have to get to that point before we start thinking laterally? 
oh yeah, no, nobody ever does uh, a self-analyst uh, or self-analyze on things generally until something goes to shit. Yeah. Because most people like to coast. I mean, people's lives, are, they'd like it to be like an algorithm. It's got a high, it's got a low. Yep. And some of it's like predictable. Yeah, that's yep. it. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's comfort. Comfort, yep. comfort is good. But how many people sort of like reach that part in their life and go, I really don't feel like I've done anything. Like, you know, I've, I've been to, unfortunately, in the last few years, I've been to more funerals than I've been to, been to weddings and birthdays and stuff, which yep. is such a fucking tragedy. And you look at some people's lives and you see it come up on the screen, you see all the photos that go together and you go, fuck, they had a good life. Why the fuck didn't I know about how good their yeah. life was? And that's a tragedy. Everyone has a good life. Some people have experienced more stuff. Some people experience less stuff. But some of the people that have experienced more stuff generally just get rid of more of the shit out of their lives and bring in the good stuff. So that's why they're, that's why they're you know, eulogy at the end. It's full killer. of it's full yeah. of full of life. Yeah, it's just great, you know. And I that's think, I think that's something we've said as well. You know, you should be living your life like you're thinking about the funeral, right? Like it's yeah. You wanna you wanna live your life so you have the fucking best eulogy, right? With the best people rock up and yep. you know, like celebration, talk about all the good shit. If you know, I couldn't think of anything fucking sadder. Than getting to the end of days and no fucker shows up at your funeral and has nothing good to say. Yeah, and that's one of the other things too is that I, I don't understand why why people want to have a private service. And this this is my opinion on it too is is that people need to say goodbye. And if they if if they don't get the opportunity when you're alive, mm. and we've all had that. We've all had friends that oh, all of a sudden suddenly. you know you, you haven't something something happens and you haven't seen them for a while. Yep. And you can't even think of the last time you saw him and what you said. Yeah. You know, so... Or you think about it and go, fuck, that wasn't really good. You know, yeah. it wasn't positive. I could have done it or I could not. That's it. I mean, look, and we, and we all have a place. I've, I'd like to think that I am uh, a kind person more often than I'm a shitty person. And I'd like to think that my friends know me as being... A kind person, you know, not yeah. not harmful to people. I mean, I've I always pride myself on trying to drag people up rather than put people down. Yeah, uh, and occasionally I'll slip like everyone else does, and and, and I'll yeah. say something afterwards. You go, yeah, it's probably not the nicest thing to say. Yeah, should have probably thought about that a bit more because that person, if you know, if they if they ever heard what I said, they'll go, oh, I thought you were my friend. Yeah, and it's like it's not my not my. Well, they say right. your friends are eh? the ones that. I've got your back when you're not there. Like it's oh yeah, the ones that cut out other people talk about you. Yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah, it's it's real funny. I, I reckon now all the people listening, I would like you to think through all the people that you would consider a friend, and the last time you spoke to them, if they were to drop dead right now, would their thought of you like? Would it have been positive the last time you interacted? Yeah, like, yeah. And if you can aim to make every interaction with your friends positive, and leave yeah. nothing unsaid, I think is the is the important one. Yeah, yeah. not not leaving anything on the table. No, and we've said it time and time again is that you know you have to say the stuff to people as you go because sometimes you just may never get the chance again. Yeah, and that's that's a freaking tragedy. It yep. is a real tragedy because you can look back in hindsight and go, oh, if I only I could have. You know, like, why Why are you my friend? Yeah. You, know, you and I are friends for such a long time and I haven't seen you. I didn't say what I needed to say. It's like, yeah, it's, it's 
it's a missed missed message, missed opportunity yeah, to yeah. Leave, leave them with a lasting thought of you. I, I had a mate die um, a couple of years ago now, but same thing, really suddenly. Like it, well, it wasn't real sudden, but obviously sudden enough that I thought back to it and I was like, fuck me. When was the last time we caught up? And it was a few months before. Fuck, we had a really good day together. And, we, we, you know, we had a couple of beers and we're talking chill, we're talking life and we were just talking about the old days and, like, another one of our friends that had passed away. And, yeah, we had a really good day. And so when I found out, I was like, fuck me, how lucky am I that? Like, and it's so selfish how we think about people that have died. Because, I mean, it doesn't matter to them, right? Maybe there's no uh. to life. They're probably not going to remember this life if there is, whatever it is. But when people die, it's such a selfish moment for everyone else. It's like, okay, was it good for me? You know, did we have fun for me? Like, it's all these for me things. And, yeah, it's so funny how much we hold on to. But I was, you know, it was, it was good. I could say, you know what? We had a really good day just before Christmas last year. We, you know, had a bunch of bunch of drinks and talking shit and had a really, really good, like, catch up and connected again and it was really fucking good. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, you know, he died, but, I mean, I feel good that we... Yeah, it's it's a really funny concept of how selfish it becomes. Yeah, I think that's where the, the most important part of being a part of this life is to say the things that you need to say mm. to people as you go. Yeah. You know, never miss an opportunity. Never. You know, ever. never. Because as I say, that opportunity may never come your way again. Yeah. You know? so, Especially as you get older. I yeah. mean, it's, we all know people that have died suddenly, but as we get older, it's just going to happen. It's just, just going to happen. Attrition. Anyway. Yeah. yeah it's time just is just, happen. time is always the enemy and it always mm. is. It'll go as quick as, as quick as the day starts, as quick as the day will end. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. You go. I was going to say, that's, we, we talk about the, the why, yeah, you know, in in everything that we do. So, why are we doing this? Why are we do that? Well, as you said, you know, if you ask yourself why you have a person in your life, if you really drill it down and get them to drill it back to you, yep, and so say, why are you my friend? Like, I mean, I can I can say to you, I like having you as my friend. One because like you and I can chat about anything, mm. and your opinion matters to me because I know you're getting more and more versed with how the world works. And your opinion means something. Yeah. You know, and you and I are also friends because I just like the way you conduct business on everything that you do. You're, you're honest You're honest about yourself and you're not scared to sort of say, no, I don't believe in that. That's, yeah. you know, that's not it. And not only that, I know that whatever I say to you, if I sort of say it goes in the vault, I know it goes in the vault. Yeah. And it's trapped there. It's that trust thing, you know, and you only, yeah. you only build that up with people that you know have, have proven over time that... Yeah. Whatever you say when it goes in there, that's that's there. It's locked in. Yeah. It's locked in for all time. And, you, and unless you sort of say, oh, look, man, if you want to tell something about that, it's okay. I don't, I don't mind now. Yeah. But you know it's never gone anywhere. It mm. just sits in that little part in the back of their head and go, I'm never letting that out because he sort of said that just doesn't need to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, friendship is one of those amazing things. It just gives you so much. And sometimes when you start moving the bad friendships out of your life, because I mean, there's a difference between friends and mates. I've got hundreds of mates, yeah. people that sort of like, hey, how you going? Yeah. And I'll have a chat with them for five minutes. But there's only maybe about 10 or 15 people I reckon that I'd want to sit down and have a coffee with, have dinner with, spend some actual good quality time just talking about stuff. 
It's yeah. a very small group of people because those people I know that I can say something and not be judged. Mm. You know, they can say something and sort of say to me, oh, look, don't mention this to anybody. But it's like, yeah, man, that's it. That's, that's trap. Nobody gets to hear this other than you and me right now. How funny is everything you just said there is like what, you know, like what we were just talking about. You need to be vulnerable. Mm. You know, you need to... <laughs> You can't put a band-aid on something that's not cut, right? Well, you can, yeah. but it's ineffective, point, right? Yeah. Like, so unless you've got that openness, I mean, you can't, one, fix it, right? I mean, that's, you know, the whole whole method of psychology is unless you admit you've got a problem or something's wrong or you're not going to deal with it, you're not going to talk about it, it's not going to get better. And And just, yeah, being vulnerable to your friends, like how lucky are we, right? that we can do this comfortably. We do this every week comfortably. Me and you have these conversations and we have more, well and truly more conversations outside of this studio where it's, yeah, it's just, we're we're so lucky that we're not afraid to do it. Well, that's the problem is more people are afraid to put themselves out there, you know, because I've had people sort of say, say to me, oh, so what's the deal with the podcast? I sort of said, well, it's two good mates sitting down having a chat about yeah. lots of stuff, which we do anyway, but now we're letting other people listen to what we talk about. And hey, so if people want to listen, great. If people don't, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah what, cool. we, talk, what yeah. we talk about might not be for you, but it's sure as hell it's what's for us. Yeah, and we're only and, and the other thing that we talk about is it's therapeutic. It's, oh. it's really good to talk about your ideas because I think until you sort of start doing it, everything's internal, nothing... Like your analogy, yeah, the speech bubble. It's all inside until you, and it's out, right? And then you can see it and you can process it. Yeah, process it. It's, yeah, I mean, we're so lucky that we are comfortable enough in our own, I don't know, our own timelines, our own experiences, our own projections that we can say where we've been, how shit we were at one point, still are, probably going to be in the future. Here's how we're trying to grow. Here's how we've tried and failed. Here's how we've, whatever. Like there's nothing but honesty. And when you start to be really honest with yourself and with the people around you, that's when, the, you know, you got to trust. Unfortunately, you need to give trust to trust. You can't yeah, you've got to give not it to give get trust it. To, to just, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. So, I mean, if you, Rick, were going to, if an alien landed and said, hey, how do I start to grow as a person? What, let's, let's try and, let's try and distill this down into a bit of value. What do you think one question everyone should ask themselves? What do you want people to see as the best version of you? Okay. So what's the best version of you? Because everyone everyone has a yeah, best version. I, th- I think that what do you want people to see thing is misleading. Yeah, that is misleading. That's the what? social not don't do the social media. Yeah, you. yeah, the uh, the picture. I think it's what people want to see from the inside of you, not the outside. What you what you have hmm. running inside of you, which will make you you. So people have that that feeling that you're. You're a good person. You're trustworthy. You're, you know, you're, you're honest. You, you are who you are. What they get from you is who you are. Mm. And I think that's an objective that I have for me is that people get the, the, the same version of me. Everyone gets the same version. I don't change on who's there. 
And I think, you know, if you wanted to start a brand new human being coming down here, is it just be the best version of yourself? Not what anyone else wants you to be, but the best version of yourself. And then once you've achieved that, you can grow on that. Mm. And that just that's a continual, you know, it's a revolving door. Every time you go through it, there's another yeah. platform for you to, to grow and develop on. You know, so that's that's what I believe. The best the best internal version of yourself then projects out to be the best external version for people to see. Yeah. If, you know, th- that's what I believe. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I think that unless you look honestly, we're all human, right? If you're listening to this, you're a human. If you know, there's a chance that the other person listening to this, we do have more than two people, but let's that's just it. say this for this. Well, we've got Jess in the room, so there's three. Jess is here, so there's <laughs> at least three people. Um, but another person that's listening to this may be gay. The other person might be from Armenia. We're all we're all humans, right? We're all, okay, we're all potentially maybe born in different geographic locations. We've got different experiences at, and that, that grows us into our own little clay mould, right? Until we understand that we're all human, we all fuck up, we're all literally a few decisions away from being a shit person or a really good person. Yeah. And expanding on the good and getting rid of the negative. Yeah, it's, it's what we're not taught as kids. Who it's, doesn't want to be better? That's right. If you're listening to this and don't want to be a better person, we'll turn it off because you're not our crowd. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, want to be a better person but think you can't, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ask Pick, pick one of your closest friends and ask them why you like me. Yeah. Why, why am I your friend? And get beyond the, the, the surface level shit, yeah. yeah? Be vulnerable. Allow yourself to hear something positive about yourself. Yeah. Because people are really bad at compliments and receiving oh, them. Oh, it's the worst thing. It was it was hard for me to sit here while you said that. Yeah. Like it was like it was hard for me and mm. we do this all the time. Yeah. People um, don't like to hear what other people like about them because it's like, oh shucks. But it's but, true. Well, there's the other thing as well. It's like, oh fuck, what if they don't like me, right? Like yeah. oh, what if they're gonna say something bad? <laughs> That's it, yeah. And look, I've I've chosen in my life to only hang around with the people that actually make me feel good, you know? And it's a lot, this conversation that we have, Yeah. this is, this makes me feel good. Yeah. Like the build up to getting here makes me feel better. To come, to drive on the way here, Yeah. the the happy, the happy hormone starts when I get in the car and go, yeah. I'm heading to Ricky's house. Yes! Yeah, well, I mean, we'd, so for, for context, we just went out for coffee or a couple of coffees before this. Well, no one else has drank coffee because they're all afraid. But, Did um... <laughs> So, so green tea is like fucking coffee. It's not. It's not, mate. Um, so to give context <laughs> of how unplanned our show is, but how quick we can run with an idea, is my coffee was finished. Rick was drinking his little uh, Alice in Wonderland tea, and what are we talking about on the podcast today? I said oh, I've got this concept, this idea, laid out the bare bones of it. And I said, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah, figure it out <laughs> on the way. Once we start talking. So, I mean, it's been just over half an hour and we fleshed out an idea that I probably put on the table for about a minute and a half. So, guys, I think the important thing is, is be vulnerable, be critical, 
not negatively critical of yourself too much, but understand you are a person, you have room to grow, and you should surround yourself with the people that give you something good. Does that make yeah, sense? Good takeaway from, from this discussion? Definitely a good takeaway. Ask, ask why they're your friend and ask why you have them as a friend. Mm. And, and a- I tell you what, and the other one is family. You do not have to hang around family no. if they are not good for you. No, blood blood is only is only by law. It's yeah. you know you can choose to not put that in there. So a yeah. lot of people look. A lot of people put a lot of weight in family, which is great when it works. Mm. But when it doesn't when work, negative, then why why put the weight in it? Especially coming to this time of the year, yeah. When you you know we're sort of all forced to be around family or whatever. Like I know I have. Deal with my damn kids. No, yeah, damn fine. kids. But um, you know, we're, we're sort of, you know, oh, you got to see all the family this time of the year, and oh, fuck, I hope I don't see X or I don't see Y. You don't have to no. see them. No, so <laughs> like you can spread you can spread the joy yeah. of this type of season just by being a happy individual. Be with the people you want to be happy yeah, with. Yeah. That's it. I can't wait. This next next week at work, I'll put the reindeer uh, antlers on the bloody helmet when I go into work. It will start making me feel happy. Bring the chocolates in and that sort of stuff, and go. We're we're the last week before Christmas. You won't experience that because you'll be home on your ass. Oh, will we? Um, no, I won't be. I work Christmas Eve, so. Oh, nice. I'll be up there. Yeah. Um, let me just get onto a real negative point. I hope Jess will pull her microphone over for this. Jess, drag the microphone. You're going to have to spit out some juice. Jess's work. Here, here we go. Right. Here's the. Here's the. Get it closer, it's too far away. Um, head office, right? I'm doing air quotes again. Head office has sent down the directive that they're not allowed to wear Christmas shirts. So she's got Christmas scrubs. They're not allowed to wear them except for three days in December. So it was all December, I'm led to believe. Yeah, 1st of December, we're allowed to wear Christmas scrubs. Or we were last year and apparently we have been able to... Years prior. Now they've said you're only allowed to wear it on the 24th, 25th, and 26th of December. There's a civil, wow. there's a civil war going on at Jess's work. Yeah. Nothing nothing better than spreading the Christmas season for three days. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, that was a real downer for all of us. We got told while we were all working. First thing in the morning, it was come in just two days ago. Was it two days ago? Yeah, yeah. We were told all individually working. Uh, by the way, no more Christmas scrubs. Head office has said so. So this is like across the board for the whole company, all of Australia. No longer wow. allowed to wear Christmas scrubs to work. Just three days during December. So that put a massive dampener on everyone's day. It's well, the one time of year you're actually allowed to, sh- you know, show a bit of colour, a bit of festivities, and and the residents absolutely love it. Oh, let's be honest. It's, it's their home. It's something that yeah. it, even you know, the ones with dementia, it's something that they'll recognise. It's something that they can relate to and it might jog memories. Well, it brings the spark, doesn't it? Mm. You know, that's the whole the whole point of this time of year is mm. to bring the spark to light the fire. Yeah. Or well, the so. worst thing is that we were never really given a reason. No one really knows why. You don't need There's... to when it comes from head office, mate. Yeah. Head no. office just does their own thing like that. That um, you know, that big evil corporation up on the hill. Yeah. Da-da. 
And there's nothing, there's nothing worse than having a happy workforce because mm. a happy workforce is definitely not productive. They're ve- definitely non-productive as we've seen time oh, and time allegedly, again. Allegedly, yeah. Jesus Christ. So I'm sorry to put that nev- negativity in there, negativity. Negativity, but we're going to make it positive, guys. Look, hang around the people you want to be around this time of the year. It is the greatest yeah. time of year for, you know, we all get a bit of time off work for the people that work normal jobs and get this chance and it's an excuse to drink beer at 10 o'clock in the morning if that's your thing yeah, and eat justified. too much food yeah. and all those sort of things. So I suppose let's end on a positive note. Rico, what are you thinking? I'm thinking we're a couple of weeks out from Christmas now. Mm-hmm. Um, spread the happiness, spread the joy, bring, bring happiness to wherever you are, you know, say the things you need to with your friends, you know, if you like them, if you love them. Don't be scared to give somebody a hug. We had a young girl in yesterday who's worked with us for a while, Eileen. She's decided to leave. Everyone else is shaking a hand. I said, come here and give me a hug. Thanks very much. Have a Merry Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. I know just, why you were doing that, mate. No, well, you know, I'm just a nice guy. Yeah. Okay, mate. <laughs> but it's nice to it's nice just to, to share your thoughts and share their feelings because, as I say, there's a lot of people out there who won't get that from anybody. Yeah. So share it around. Share it around. Be vulnerable, guys. Be vulnerable. Allow, allow yourself to build some trust with someone on a yeah. deeper level. Yep. And they say, if you like somebody, love somebody. Tell them. You know, tell them. Tell them, tell them, tell them. It'll make you more vulnerable. It'll ma- and also, mm. too, you may actually get something back that you weren't expecting, which can just make your day. Yep. Absolutely. Go through the... Do a friend call in your own life, not just social media. Have a, Have a look at the people in it. And if it's not bringing you value... If it doesn't make you smile... Get rid of it. Yep. Dead Sweet. right. All right, guys. Find us on the socials as usual. You know where we are. And we will see you next time. Next time. See you, guys. See ya. See ya.